Welcome to Around the Sun, your weekly news source of entertainment and opinionated discussions. It's been one amazing season two of Around the Sun. In this collaboration podcast for Titan.com, this week, I, Jimena Yanez, am super thrilled to be introducing you one of your favorite anchors for The Report, Anthony Batista. Yay! Welcome, Anthony. Hi, everyone. How Thank are you. you doing? Are you excited to be on the podcast? I am excited. I appreciate you having me on and giving me the <laughs> opportunity to use this platform i think this platform is important and sharing like very diverse voices is is needed here oh thank you really appreciate that um really excited to have you on here uh we just met i think fairly recently Mm -hmm. he participated in the titancom halloween event uh he was such a trooper and i was able to like direct that uh videotaping and they did such a great job um and so go and check that out those videos are on youtube and our social media so go and support him there but he's also in all of our uh episodes of the report so make sure and go support him but as the holidays are slowly creeping in i thought we could talk a little bit about family and culture and how it has influenced us in our careers and our aspirations as a latino journalism student with dreams to pursue in this field i was i was inspired to hear your story and how you strive towards your goals And on top of that, I wanted to just chat a little bit about holiday plans and even upcoming end of the semester goals. But before that, let's hear a little bit about who Anthony is and what he does here. All right. Well, thank you again for having me on. (laughs) Um, I'm a senior here at Cal State Fullerton. I'm from Williams, California, and I take a lot of pride in where I come from. Um, I'm a communications major. My concentration is journalism. I'm involved in a few things here on campus. (laughs) I'm the president of the Latino Journalist Club. I'm also helping Aldia. Um, we're helping power that, so I help them out behind the scenes. Um, I'm an anchor for the report, like you mentioned. <laughs> uh, I help out with other things with Titan TV, like the Halloween stuff, or like if OC News needs something, I'll help them out too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm an assistant on the news desk for the or on the sports desk for the Daily Titan. So, so I'm involved in a, quite a few things in the comm department. I, I stay busy, but at, at the end of the day, it's just work. You know, yeah. um, I don't I don't find it as anything like necessarily a burden. But mm-hmm. I, I know that moving away far from home because Williams is about like 400 miles away wow. from Fullerton, for those that don't oh know, my gosh. I knew I couldn't just come out here and just be complacent. Yeah. So I knew I, I wanted to push myself and my Make, family really yeah. inspired that. They, they instilled hard work in me early. Well, that's why we're having you here for <laughs> this episode. This episode is very family and culture driven and career driven. So, I mean, looking at like what you've done, like because I looked at your social media and I've looked at your work that you've done. It made me really inspired because I can see kind of like very similar ways of pursuing your career goal and very driven. And I was like, I would love to talk to him about this kind of stuff. I'm really interested. Thank Um, you. But let's have a quick little transition and then we'll talk about those stories and the family and culture in a bit. Alrighty, now that we're back, our first topic that I wanted to discuss with you is basically just kind of like orientated around how has your family or your culture influenced slash inspired you in your field i'll talk a little bit about my point of view after you but i wanted to see what you were kind of like thinking about when you saw that question so for me uh like i said hard work was instilled early um my grandparents on both sides they migrated to california from michoacan in the 80s um so they came with nothing, you know, they, they came um, just looking for work, looking for better opportunities for their, their kids and future generations afterwards. So mm-hmm. I'm forever grateful that they made that decision. But 
to the same token, my parents also had me at a very young age. They had me when they were 17 years old, wow. and they never made any excuses. They yeah. always made sure me and my younger brother had everything that we needed, despite, like, I'm sure all the hardships that I both saw and didn't see or yeah. don't even remember growing up. So that was instilled early, just you know no matter what's thrown at your way just try and overcome it just there's always light at the end of the tunnel there's always something worth striving for you know because my yeah. parents always try to tell me like there's people in worse situations than us like and i i've seen it i've seen it and it i'm just glad it, it's yeah. very inspiring like for example the last few years i've been going back to michoacan um yeah. to visit like my mom's side of the family and just seeing some of the stuff that we take for granted over here in america yeah, like 100%. it's inspiring no i mean and I was mentioning to you this earlier that I this is episode really hits home and it's going to kind of make me cry. Uh, <laughs> while you were talking, I was thinking about it. I was like, oh, I want to cry. <laughs> um, but this definitely, like, I relate to you in a lot of ways. Like, my parents, you know, they're immigrants as well. They came here really young. My mom came here when she was, like, 18. And she, um, she and my dad, they, they came here with nothing. And luckily, they had a lot of family. And that's something, like, my parents have instilled within me it's like you always have family but another thing like you said earlier it's being driven and hardworking, and never ever take for granted what you were given you know and uh, you're right like I I'm, I'm my mom's from Durango and my dad's from Baja Cal and when you go back there like it's beautiful like you you, you feel don't you feel at home when you get there sometimes I like feel so happy it's, it's it's such a warm feeling there yes. but then like you realize like man there's so many things that I have that they don't they don't and I realize that I need to make worth of what I have here and like I'm so inspired like I just I'm like I'm so inspired by you like I'm hearing you talk and I'm hearing you talk about how you're so driven to want to make worth of what you were given and it, it's just so inspirational and I'm also we were mentioning that you're a first generation too yeah mm -hmm, I'm a yes. first gen and um like like luckily my older sister she graduated you know university but it's like I'm also on that same track of like one of the first mm -hmm. in our family to graduate university but uh and then on top of that like i'm a latina but i also have the pressure of being also an asian woman in this kind of field and it's crazy because i'm not in a journalism field but we're going to talk a little bit about that later i'm i'm a businesswoman i'm part of marketing and all that kind of stuff awesome and so oh thank you <laughs> thank you but it's just as difficult because it's such a different field to what you, we're usually supposed to be expected to work in. Of course. And we're going to talk about that later. Yep. Uh, I think that's a really good transition. Um, but before we talk about that, um, with that in mind, what would you say is the best advice you would give students who are looking, like, in a similar situation for you, you know? Well, like you mentioned, um, this is something that's, like, brand new to a lot of people because of, like, those stereotypes that have been instilled for generations before us. Yeah. So that's that's out of our control. Yeah. Um, something big that my parents have always told me about, too, is worry about what you can control. Yeah. All the outside factors, they're out of our control, really. Just focus on what, what you can control and what's in your hands mm -hmm. and just stay at it, really. Like, the thing that's helped me the most whenever I've come close to quitting, because trust me, it's happened plenty of times, yeah. like... Mm -hmm. Moving away from home is the hardest thing for me because, I like you said, like, <laughs> it's hard. And growing up there, like, all my family was there. Both sets of my grandparents, a lot of my cousins, uncles, um, a lot of, like, older figures in my life that I call my OGs. Like, <laughs> those guys were all around, and they were all, like, played a factor in my upbringing. And I thank every I one like of them. You look like you're getting emotional, too, it's, man. Like, man, I miss every <laughs> single person over there. Like, 
it, it was tough. It was, the hardest thing was to leave, and I just wanted to go back so many times. But what kept me going was that I'm closer to where I want to get to yeah. than where I started from. Yeah. And that was something that one of my favorite rappers, Nipsey Hussle, said in an interview. Mm-hmm. And I, I live by that. Yeah, I'm closer to where I want to get to than where I started from. No, and I, I definitely think that that you were mentioning about stereotypes. That was, like, my piece of advice, too. It's, like, never let stereotypes control you. Because, no, like, I have so much respect and appreciation for all the generations before us and everything they have laid out for us, you know? And all of our family members and our friends who literally laid the groundwork for us to get to follow our dreams. And, yeah, there's times where it feels like people look at us and they're like, well, why aren't you following along the lines of your past generation why yep. are you pursuing journalism why are you pursuing business work you know like that's not expected of you mm-hmm. but it's you're laying the groundwork now you're the new um person in your you're you're the inspiration for future generations you know of you know i, I just think that, that that's that's amazing to be able to just pursue your dreams at this point you know like and not fall into stereotypes Thank you. Yeah, so, man, I feel like that was very, very passionate, and now I'm, like, really (laughs) emotional about this stuff. I'm really excited for this episode to come out. Mm -hmm. Um, But let's move on to our top threes. So I feel like that's a little bit more of a lighthearted topic, but we'll talk about that in a second. All right, now that we're kind of back from that very passionate conversation, (laughs) we do need those kinds of conversations. Um... Let's talk about something a little bit more lighthearted. We are going back into, we're going into the holiday seasons now. Um, We do have break coming up. So I did want to talk about kind of like our favorite things about the holidays and kind of discuss what are some things that are very memorable to you and like, what are your top threes? Like, tell me a little bit about them. So for me, when I go back home, number one easily is the food. (laughs) The home cooking is the best. Um, Yeah. My friends will know when they listen to this, but <laughs> my grandma, my machella, she makes the best food. Aww. And, man, like, every time I'm home, I just... Love it. I love it. I love it. And mm-hmm. not to say that my mom's not a good cook. She makes amazing food, too, but just... I don't think she she would have thought that. <laughs> nah, you, know, just, I, you know, I love my mom's food, too, but my machella's cooking now, is just... Now it makes you sound sus that <laughs> you had to mention that. Nah, it's okay. Mom, I love your cooking. I promise. I love your cooking, Mom. Hey, but. you heard it here, folks. Okay. All right. What's next? <laughs> so next would be spending time with my family. That's, oh, yeah. that's big for me, especially mm-hmm. now that I've moved away from home. Spending time with my family, my friends. Um, I recently had a little cousin that was just born a Aww, few months ago. So like, that's so cute. you know, the, the more time I get to spend with him over the holidays, the better, I think. Oh, so. this makes me cry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love spending time with my family. It's always a good um, time. Um, there's always family drama stuff that comes up here and there. So but good. like, it never, never is anything that will like break that bond. When, because when like, do the holidays not have family drama though? Right. There you go. There's always some, somebody's acting a fool, you know, and... <laughs> It just happens. You guys laugh about it later, you know? It's like true. that's that just makes you tighter later on in yeah, life. You that's know? true. That is very so true. Yeah. I, I love my family for that. And then your last one was catching up with your catching friends. Catching up with my yeah. friends is big time. Um so my friends back home, I know a lot of people like when they move away or like they graduate high school, they kinda like Trend. phase out of their friend group. But with my mm-hmm. friends, um You're tight knit. It's very, very tight knit. Um, I call them my brothers. I mean, like, I know that if for some reason my mom needed the grass cut tomorrow, she can call one of them Aww. and they'll do it. You know, like, she has a free service. <laughs> straight <laughs> she, up. She has, like, she calls whoever needs to do something and you're like, hey, buddies. Hey, man. You gotta hook them up. <laughs> yup. Like, my dad, my dad has, like, my dad's, um, 
he volunteers sometimes for the high school to do like the chain gangs for the football game. Oh, that's cool. And he's called on my friends to go help him sometimes. Oh my gosh, so, that's super cool. Yeah, that's um, that's when you know you're you got your group. Exactly. I got my I have my group too. I think I've had my. Thankfully, like you, I, mm-hmm. I've known them for such a long time. I have friends. I have my two girl best friends. I've known them for, like, 12 years at this point. Yep. Like, since childhood. They're my sisters. They're, like, family at this point. And then I also have, like, this really tight-knit group from high school. And, like, for the first time ever, and I was going to talk about this later, I'm hosting my first friend's Friendsgiving. Awesome. So I'm really nervous about that, though. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> of I course. I, I mean, it takes do. a lot, but that's like, that's good. Like, yeah. that's a memory you guys are always going to share. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then for my top threes are actually very similar to yours. I organized it a little different. Mine was, like, meeting with the family. Mm-hmm. Um, I love getting the chance to just kind of sit down and, like, do stuff with my family. Like, we always go watch movies. We always go hang out. I think last year we watched... What was it? No Way Home? What was the Spider-Man movie that came um, out? No Way Home. No, right no, it was the multiverse the, one. Yes, that the, was the, the um, one with Doctor Strange, right? Yes, yes it was the okay. one where... Uh, no, no, we can't spoil it. <laughs> yeah, you're right, <laughs> no you're spoiling right. It. I mean, it's been out for a year, yeah, but you're it, right. You know what? It has been out for a year, but that movie came out. I actually was watching it with my family during the holidays, mm-hmm. and there was this scene specifically where, like, what's his name? Electro? What's uh, his name? No, it was... Um, what's his name? Mysterio? No no, 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 no. That's, oh my gosh, we're going to get so yeah, bashed we're about on get, this. I was no. not expecting this um, today. I'm sorry, I'm <laughs> no, sorry, okay. I know. I was um, but there's a scene where um, the the guy, uh, Jamie Foxx, plays. Oh, no, 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 yeah, I'm yeah, tripping. Yeah. I got yeah, the wrong I know his movie. Name. But yeah. he, like, does this whole electric scene, and yes. I'm not even joking. We're in the middle of Harkins, blackout. Like, the, the, his eyes glow like electricity, and then the whole, like, no studio, like, way. the whole theater blacks out. <laughs> and it was one of my fondest memories, though, mm-hmm. because literally I was like, what are the odds? Like, I'm like what are the odds that this thing happens? Um, but then, okay, so I love hanging out with my family. I think it's, it's always such good memories. That's Number funny. two, food. When it comes to being Latino, food is just always going to be one of the top threes. Top food tier. is incredible. I always have, we were going to talk later about, um, it's going to be a lot of Latino controversies, and we'll talk about that in a bit. But food, top tier, mwah, love the food. And then, I love shopping. I, I, I don't know how much you like shopping, <laughs> because uh, I know a lot of people get freaked out when it comes to Black Friday, gift shopping. I know a lot of people are like, I don't know what to get people for holidays. But, I love shopping. I think shopping is super fun, because I just love to think about getting specific things for specific people mm-hmm. so like for example like if i think about like my sister i'm like oh my god i want to know ex- i know exactly what i'm gonna get for her i love shopping for her and then seeing their surprise at the end you know mm-hmm. so i'm ready for the holidays to do that for like gifts and stuff like that okay so i think i'm gonna move this around a little bit because it's gonna it's gonna be a little bit of a more serious topic probably to end on sure. um so i'm gonna move this around in a bit but let's talk about our latino controversy because it was a little bit it's a little ties to what we were talking about earlier. So for to keep up with like the lightheartedness of this, mm-hmm. I was thinking for a real controversy, <laughs> if you had to pick one Latino food which screams the holidays for you, what would it be? For me, I mean, I can't speak for like other cultures, but as far as like Mexican <laughs> cultures, if you've had this for breakfast, you know, chilaquiles. I love chilaquiles. And that might not be like what we have for like dinner for like Thanksgiving yeah, or I Christmas. But, but it's what we have the next morning. For breakfast? Oh, yep. my gosh. Yes. Breakfast or even, like, a late, like, brunch. You know what I mean? Chilaquiles. I eat them all day. Like, They're amazing. You can you can reheat them, and they still taste delicious. They're bomb. My mom makes some of the 
best chilaquiles. That's actually my legit favorite food, mm-hmm. just in general. And I'm actually serving it for the Friendsgiving. Uh, I'm making it. That's awesome. So I love chilaquiles. But Give me a I, plate. <laughs> <laughs> I just bring to work just a Tupperware box. Please. Well, that's all depending if they eat everything. So I gotta. I'll probably. I'll. I'll bring you a plate. <laughs> I'll bring you a plate. Uh, you gotta keep me on. Uh, you gotta make sure I remember though when I do come back. Okay? For sure. Yeah. And then for me, I actually said three things. Mm-hmm. Which is not the prompt, so I gotta pick one. But out of the three options, I did say tamales, champurrado, and pan dulce. Great now options. I have to pick one, and I'm realizing that this is a lot harder than I, I think it's gonna be. That's tough. But I think I'm gonna settle on champurrado. Because as much as I love tamales, mm-hmm. because tamales are delicious. Absolutely. And I definitely do think they're very, like, holiday because mm-hmm. I we make Thanksgiving tamales all the time, and then we make enough so that they're frozen, and then we heat them up oh yeah you're good for like the next week there you go (laughs) and then uh pan dulce is delicious as well i think that tamales and pan dulce you can eat like more of the time like out of season like because pan dulce you can eat every sunday morning that's true i mean i know people that eat it every day i have have that that's their breakfast exactly and then uh tamales i also think like i i eat tamales pretty much like every few weeks like so (laughs) as much as i think it's very thanksgiving and very um christmas mm-hmm. i feel like champurrado you only bust out the champurrado when it's like winter like you 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 don't see like the 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 big like containers like with the oh the taza, the taza. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. you don't see the tazas no. out until until like winter comes out yep that's like the only time that i drink champurrado but it's so delicious and i could never like Hundred percent. I don't care what anybody says. Champurrado is way better than hot chocolate. Like that's a controversial take. That's a controversial take. But not crazy. I'm for that. standing by it. Yeah, you're I'm not standing, crazy for saying that at I'm all. I'm standing by it. Yeah. So that's my point of view on that. But before we talk about uh, our other serious topic, we're gonna take a break. So we'll be right back. All right, guys. Now we're going to have our last topic for the episode. Um, it is a little bit more serious, but we're going to try to keep it a bit shorter just so we can get straight to the point and just kind of showcase like what we think about it. So the question that I had was, what do you think is the biggest difficulties uh, Latinos slash minorities face when trying to pursue our careers? Like you are in journalism, like that's what you're looking for in mm-hmm. your career. And I'm searching for a career in business. What, in your perspective, is some of the most difficulties that you face for me personally some of the difficulties came from like within before i like chased this um Mm -hmm. some people would ask like why are you gonna go into that you can just make money like there were some people at home (laughs) that were just like you don't need to go to school you can just start working and make money yeah or because where i'm from it's very like it's very much a farm town agriculture runs the economy over there and not to say that the economy is great but it, it, you know we're it, not gonna talk about that <laughs> exactly <laughs> i'm gonna cut you off right now <laughs> <laughs> but that's you know that's how it is over there yeah, a lot of people time. they don't really get to chase their dreams because yeah. they just go straight to work they get straight in the career field or mm-hmm. whatever they want to chase and they get into agriculture or something else yeah and for me that just wasn't that wasn't getting me up in the morning that wasn't getting me excited yeah. i didn't see myself doing that not to say that anybody who does it is wrong it just wasn't for me so the biggest thing for me was being told like why don't you do something else Mm. that that was like it wasn't annoying but it wasn't the best feeling you know it wasn't great to hear either Mm -hmm. what about for you for me 
um, not being taken seriously. Because, uh, again, I'm, I'm the first in my family, at least, who's pursuing a career slash, like, pursuing my degree in business. And marketing already has a bad, like, reputation in business because a lot of people deem it as not business. Like, they're like, oh, you're just playing arts and crafts. Which, in reality, we're, like, the face of the companies, you know? Like, we're the ones that make you guys look good. And so, that's already an issue in itself. But being a minority, being a Latina, and being, like, a female as well is huge difficulties. Because it's, like, already... You've you've heard the stereotypes. Like, businessmen, you know, they don't take women in business seriously. Mm -hmm. And then on top of that, being Latina. Like, it's not a career, like you said, people think you're going to pursue yep and it's so funny and i i love my family for this but it's so funny because when i try to explain my job to my family they're just so confused they're just like what do you do and i'm just like i'm on, I'm on instagram i'm like i'm doing tiktoks yeah you're <laughs> and promoting like, you're promoting i'm, I'm promoting well that's but do? that's that's like like what 20 percent of what i, I do you know Part. and so that's like one of the things that um I would say is very difficult to to endure and something that's very similar for both of us it's like i agree with you that there was that moment where you're just kind of like nagging to yourself like should i follow my dreams you know mm -hmm. and on the side i do writing and i'm actually deciding to pursue like a minor in creative writing nice but before i was so nervous to do it because you you've heard the stories like that's not gonna get you money. That's yes. not gonna. That's I, not gonna. I hear that now. Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> I and I can't. Now. I, I just, I think it's crazy though to not pursue your your dreams, you know. And I'm inspired by what you've, you know, showed me today. Where it's like, just do it, like do it, and you can accomplish it. Like you're involved in so many things, and I don't know how many times people tell you this kinds of stuff, but you need to hear it more often because <laughs> it's like, it's crazy how much stuff you do. And it's just so inspirational for people. And people who are listening to the podcast, go check him out. Go check him out on social media and all that kind of stuff. And support him because him, him pursuing his dreams, like, he's doing it. Like, it's very rare to see people who are genuinely going to pursue their dreams. Like, because there's people who, like, even enter your field and they do it for other reasons. Yes. Like, they're not doing it specifically, like, I want to get the news out there. I want to be representation of, like, my community and all that kind of stuff. There's other people who enter fields and they're just, like trying it for money or trying to get fame you absolutely know? but i'm just saying a lot of credit to you and i'm really appreciative for you being on the podcast and if you have any last words before we wrap this up do you have any last words uh, well first i want to say thank you i appreciate <laughs> the kind words and i appreciate you giving me the platform this means a lot um to everybody back home i i don't forget none of you guys i'm from williams till the very end through oh. and through um but I, like she said just chase your dreams Nobody can tell you what you can and can't do. That's only up to you. And um, I want to give a shout-out to my little cousins, Lila and Mateo. I'll show you guys this when I come back home. I love you guys. I'll see you guys soon. Oh, my gosh. I, you're going to literally make me cry, bro. <laughs> this episode is so personal, and I actually wasn't <laughs> expecting it to be this personal. And, like, it really hits home. Um, but thank you guys so much for listening. Um, before, we, before I wrap it up, let me just give you guys a little bit of announcements. Alright guys, so these are just a few news for TitanCom. Uh, episode 5, Around the Sun, was supposed to come out yesterday, 
but it did not. So we're so sorry about that, but we promise you that this episode will come out. Um, we did have some technical difficulties, but thank you guys for hanging on. Um, we promise you guys that we'll get you guys an episode next time. So this will be official episode five. So thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, the newsletter should be out. Make sure to sign that up. Um, we're going to have our December newsletter come out next month, so make sure that you're a part of the list. The links are in the social media, uh, in the bio of all of our social medias. And always go check out the new episodes on YouTube coming out every week. Uh, and then there's also news for Titan Radio. Titan Radio app is out now, so make sure to go and check that out. It's on the Android and Apple App Store, so just make sure to go give that app some love. All right, thank you. All right, as a last goodbye, we're going to wrap it up now. But I want to say thank you again to Anthony for coming here on the podcast to showcase his journey. You were an incredible guest and a very inspirational one. Um, thank you. I, have, I don't know you a lot, <laughs> but from just this conversation, I think you're going to do wonderful things in the future. And I can't wait to see where you're going. So. Same to you, though, Imena. Like, I appreciate <laughs> you having me on, for real. Thank you. Right, thank you so much. And, guys, thank you for listening always. And go ahead and follow us at Titan Radio, Titan TV, and Titan Universe on Instagram. I hope to see you guys not next week because we're not going to have podcast recording because we're going to be on Thanksgiving break. So have a yeah. good Thanksgiving break and be safe. All right, guys? All right. Bye. Bye.